Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Andy, did you hear about this one? Tell me, are you locked in the pines? Andy, are you goofing on baby? happening 47 is happening episode 47 we're going we're going now yep um sweet happy thanksgiving yeah so how was your thanksgiving uh it was fine i got sick uh but uh so we had a lot of kids running around on uh thanksgiving uh there were like 12 oh um, which, when you have 12 kids running around, there's a lot of crying and then screaming. Somebody doesn't like something, someone get hurt. Um, so it wasn't relaxing, but, uh, it was nice to see family and everything. Um, I walked in though and they were what, it was, I came kind of like when the first game was on and, uh. The dog show was on. And I was like, really? Thanksgiving dog show? <laughs> I saw not part of it. Ha- not going to happen. I did. did you I watch it? I saw part of it. I mean, I turned it on for a second. Is that a thing? Is that a Thanksgiving thing? I had no idea. I don't know. What did you do? Uh, I went to my brother's. Um, it's really sad because, you know, he and... His boss was there, so they were all rooting really hard for the Chargers over the Cowboys. So, um, we also had five kids at our party. Okay. Um, not quite twelve. Uh, but everyone was good. It was fine. Sat outside. Yeah, we had a total of nineteen people. You. Had, that's what you had. Total nineteen. Yeah. We had thirteen. Yeah, it was cool, though, because we sat outside and, like, I don't know. Like, did the kids all say what they were thankful for at your Thanksgiving? Oh, no. We just, like, sat down and just started scarfing everything, and then two minutes later, everything was done. That's what's so funny about, like, Thanksgiving is that you cook for, like, two days, and then you eat for, like, 20 minutes, and then it's over. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Did you make anything? Oh, okay. I did. I made the mashed potatoes. I would have made stuff, but it's like everybody is, uh, like, they don't want you in the kitchen. I understand. They got a plan. They got a plan. So, I made rice, I made mashed potatoes, but I used a ricer to mash them. You ever do that? No. Well, it makes them, like, really, like, uh, creamier rather than chunkier i like them chunkier so i'm not doing it that way again just want to say like a rice where you take some potato just like it's like pasta that comes out of like like rice you know we did have some like some good uh stuff that i've never had before like uh someone made the stuffing that had 
like all the stuff in it, and then they put sausage in it. And putting sausage in stuffing was a game changer. <laughs> like I was just like, holy shit, this is awesome. Um, I could eat. I could sit there and probably eat a whole plate of that and not have turkey or uh, or ham or anything. But uh, and then my stepmother made this cranberry sauce that was like mixed with jello basically it was like jello with real cranberries and then um like cool whip and then she put it in like a whatever whatever you uh, mold or whatever and made it kind of like a jello cranberry sauce Ooh. yeah it was it was a hit it was good stuff i'm definitely gonna use that down the line if I ever make any cranberry. Like, that's the thing. It's like, do you ever, I think we talked about this one time, like, you get, do you ever eat this meal any other time of the year? Um. Like, do you ever go somewhere and order a turkey? Well, like, if I get a sandwich. But not, I mean, like, real turkey, not like that crap. Uh, No. No, and it's always available to you too, and I like turkey, so I don't yeah. know why. I don't know. I don't know why we don't order it. Um. Did you guys talk? Yes. Po- hey, did you guys talk politics at all in your? No. Good. Did you guys fight over? Uh, no, I mean, every, everybody's on the same team out here. We're in California. You know, it's not going to be too much arguing. I was listening to that cousin Sal and Phil Simmons podcast, and they were like, "If you can convince." any of your relatives to be pro-Trump or anti-Trump, like, just call in and tell us or, or send us an email. We'd love to hear how you do it. <laughs> yeah, like, whichever way they were like, at one point if you could change their minds. Yeah, like, at this point, you've pretty much made up your mind which, which end you're on. So you're probably not talking your relative out of it. But if you did, let us know. We'd like to see how that happened. Um, I was just reading this crazy story It has to do with that stuff about... Um, from the Washington Post, where, like, I guess there's this uh, company that makes up fake, like, news to try to bring it, bring down mainstream media. So they had this woman go to, like, the Washington Post and say that Roy Moore made her have an abortion when she was young. And they, like started doing like the fact checking and stuff they're like some things aren't adding up and um they wound up like following her and finding her going into the office building of the place that you know that does this and so then she's like i don't want to meet with you anymore i want to meet with a different reporter so she did and they like taped it it's like this crazy thing where this woman and the company she works for their whole job is to create fake news to destroy mainstream media. Huh. Is that like, that's, that's like insane. Yeah, I think that was a, uh, on the new, uh, 24. They had a whole thing where this guy was like, the one with Dr. Dre playing the, with Dr. Dre from, yeah, yeah okay. They had a whole storyline where like this guy, was running a fake news like thing underneath the ground mm-hmm. and like somebody it was like a huge 
Well, like this, the whole so, the, the sole purpose of this is not to even get you to believe it. It's to get them to publish something that's incorrect so that you no longer believe them. You know? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's also crazy that 24 was like ahead of its time on this stuff. That's true. All right. They knew where I was. Yeah. Um, so what else is happening over there? Um, did you get online for any uh, Black Friday deals? I did. I bought a bunch of clothes. You went out? No. Where well, I did go online? out. I did go out and I didn't realize it was Black Friday. I actually had to take back something and I didn't realize what day it was. When I got there, I was like, oh, this was a bad idea. Amazon reported that online traffic or online dollars uh, starting on Black Friday for 24 hours was $5 billion. Oof. Um, and then uh, I just love one of my favorite things and it's really embarrassing too for everybody involved is watching the videos of all the people fighting at Walmarts you know, all over the country for like stupid shit like a toy car right Right. There's a there's a video that came out of like four people like just trying to get this toy car and they're like laying on it so that no one could drag it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and then they actually I don't know if you saw the report that they shut down a whole mall in no. Alabama. No. Yeah, like there was all these fights and then someone threw a shoe off like the top balcony of the mall and it hit a baby. I don't get what I don't get <laughs> um, yeah I don't get it so you bought a bunch of clothes and guts yeah and I'm planning on taking half of, of them back it was just it was so cheap I like was like oh I need a jacket I need sweatpants I need a sweatshirt I need t-shirts I need and I was just like I'll just buy all of them and then try them all on and like I you know I get them for 60% off because that's how I think about my wardrobe these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So what are no other notes do you got? All right. So I got one. Uh, well, I got a couple notes. My first note is, do you remember the DVD extras for Knocked Up? The movie Knocked Up. Uh, so they had a little documentary on there called Finding Ben Stone. And essentially they replaced Seth Rogen's character with a whole bunch of different actors like James Franco and Danny McBride before he was like really famous. Uh, Michael Cera and all the and, and like all of them were just guys being difficult on set and Apatow arguing with them and firing them. 
<laughs> you don't remember this? I think I do remember something like this. Because my absolute favorite was uh, who's who's Sandler's guy that he writes with? Who's Ten Second Tom? Adam. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what his name is. That guy had the funniest one because I I couldn't even tell. They're like, "Why are you here? You're so old." And he's like, "What? What are you talking?" I don't know. Um, I've been trying to find these clips, and I it's it made me think like with DVDs like no longer being anything that people buy. Like, where do you find? those clips if they're not like on YouTube or something. You know? Whatever uh, you happens know what to I, I do stuff. remember like there was like on um knocked up they had like the the Access Hollywood or E thing and basically instead of Ryan Seacrest or wherever they had they kept they would have like James Franco and stuff. Yeah, and then they had Orlando Bloom and Yeah. Yeah. And it was really funny, and I was talking about it the other day, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, where do you go to find that now that people don't have DVDs anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Right? It's an interesting thought. Yeah. I don't have I the don't answer. Why, if, if anyone has the answer, let us know. So that was your note that you couldn't find that, but it was on the DVD? Yeah. It's not... It's not I don't know where you find, like, you know, there's a lot of work put into those things. Like, the DVD extras. Like, where do you go to find them now? now like, I don't know, no call DVD. Right there. He probably has it. Yeah, I'll wait for him to get back to me. Um, <laughs> my other note, the one I was really dying to talk to you about, was, you see... You know, we can have normal conversations off the podcast. What do you mean? We seem to always have to wait for the podcast and able to t- talk to each other about things. I don't know what you're talking about. What did you- <laughs> Like, we'll be like, uh, oh, I really want to save it for the podcast. Yeah. Well, what? Like what? I don't know. Like, just things. I haven't, I haven't said anything so far that I was saving for the podcast. I just... You just said you've been dying to tell me. Oh, this thing I've been dying to tell you, but I've been dying to tell you this on air. This, this, I want to tell you, radio you, real you, you'd laugh about it, but this is better online, on air. So there's this guy, uh, let me get his name correctly. He lives in Northern California. His name is Mad Mike Hughes. And Mad Mike Hughes is a limo driver in the U.S. who uh, enjoys a spot of being a daredevil on the side. He's also a flat earther. So he okay. he built a rocket ship to um, take off from his, like, out in the, you know, in his, I don't know if it's his backyard, but his field uh, to go take pictures and prove that the earth is indeed flat. And okay. his launch date was Saturday. And it's been hard to keep this in. You're right. This is something I wanted to tell you off off air, but I did. Yeah. You know. Um. My the post I found it on is a, a couple friends of mine, and the one guy posted to the other guy's Facebook page. He said, and the guy wrote back, "He will most likely die, but for a good cause." And then the guy who wrote it originally <laughs> wrote, "When the world needed him most, he was there." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's like that Jimmy Fallon like SNL thing where he's like, "Man builds first uh, 
helicopter, and then like the next story is, man dies in fiery plane <laughs> helicopter crash. <laughs> well, I was like really excited. I was like following this, and uh, it, it the launch date was Saturday, and it turns out that he decided not to fly. He didn't feel safe, or he got sick, or something happened to postpone his flight. All right. So I will keep you up to date whenever. Mad Mike Hughes decides to take his homemade rocket to prove um, that the Earth is indeed flat. It even says it so on the rocket. What is his plan? He's going to sit on it? Yeah, he's getting in the rocket and he's flying up high enough. Uh, it's, the, and then what? It's called Research like, Flat Earth. He's going to take a bunch of pictures. And then does he like parachute out of it or it just comes crashing down to Earth? Um... You know what? Here's his quote. I don't believe in science, he told the Associated Press. I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air. Uh, and I know about certain size of rocket nozzles and thrusts. But that's not science. That's just formula. Um, it's powered through steam. He built it for 20 grand. He plans to fly 1.6 kilometers through the air above the Mojave Desert. Uh, doesn't say how he plans to land. Well, it's going to come crashing down, so you better have a plan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he needs to go that far. I'm pretty sure he's going to die. <laughs> as soon as he fires up there. I'm pretty like sure once he starts to reach out past the... Like, yeah. yeah. Once he reaches past the atmosphere, it's pretty much curtains. But, what do I know? There's no way I can get that eye. Well, you can't just fire yourself up into the air. You gotta, there's like planes and shit flying around. Hey, the USA Today picked up the story. Mad Mike Hughes cancels rocket launch to prove Earth is flat. All right, well, maybe he's talking to the FAA. I don't know. The U.S. Bureau of Land Management told me they would not allow me to do this event, at least not at that location. country and you just see a fucking guy fly right by your window. Um, hey, buddy. Um, all right. Well, keep me posted. Or keep us posted. We want to know if he gets, a, gets in the air. I want to know if the earth is flat. It's not. <laughs> we know. It's not. Just like dinosaurs are real. All right. What, what notes do you have?
and uh, she was trying to raise $10,000, and she ended up raising, uh, she told the story and everything, put it on social media, 390000 So she's going to give this to this guy to, like, get an apartment and new clothes. The guy's going to try to get a job and all this other stuff. so much to do and I, I just yeah I just didn't go I hate being one of those people that just doesn't go to screenings like that too after they say they're gonna go but I just couldn't get up for it well on the break is uh, Murder on the Orient Express oh you saw that yeah how was that it was uh, a little slow but uh, it had really good uh, production design you know, the cast was good, obviously. Uh, had a good story. I had some issues with the uh, overall thing about how everything played out, but uh, it was pretty entertaining. Okay. They, they already greenlit part two. Uh, so it looks like there's a... I don't think it's a part two. It's more like a next chapter because they already did this one story. So it's like a different story of uh, this, I guess, detective that is supposedly the best detective in the world and figure shit out. Um, and then I went to see three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, I definitely recommend that movie. Pretty, uh, goes places you don't think it's going to go. I'm not going to ruin anything. Like, you, uh, always yell at me about I'm just gonna say it. thanks there's a lot of surprises in it it has an unexpected ending that's really good and uh, it's just a really good script and all the character arcs are good uh, it's not an uplifting film I was gonna say, is it funny there's some moments that are funny but no it's it's definitely a tragedy story about tragedy um but uh, really well made, and uh, definitely doesn't go where you think it's going to go. So. All right. That's all I got. Okay. And then I know we were talking about some sports stuff. Yeah, that's, that was my other notes. I figured we'd, I'd wait till we were doing this, but we could start in with that now. That'll work. And uh, talking about how social media and how fucking fan bases are causing people to not be hired and get jobs. Um, and I think this, what we're talking about here is Tennessee football um, was on the verge of hiring Chiano, who uh, turned around to Rutgers football school. 
Bucks. He was an NFL football coach. Now is defensive coordinator of Ohio State. And uh, Tennessee is a nothing school. I mean, their freaking football teams suck. Mid-level. Um, like, no one's running to get that job. Let's just put it that way. Sorry, I've been uh, really pissed off about this whole thing. It's all right. Um, and so they're about to hire him. He, at one point, worked at uh, Penn State for five years. And everybody's basically saying that he was there during the when all the shit was going down over there and that he knew about it, which there was no evidence that he did anything. He actually went through a criminal case and was not charged with anything. Um, and basically the student body um, started protesting and Tennessee backed out of the deal. Right. Um, and it's just, it's so ridiculous. Um, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Well, all right. So I saw it. My, that's where I started thinking. Um, um, let's see. I just saw that Jason Witten's name is being connected to the head coaching job at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, he said he's not. That's the thing. It's like they, they I guess they wanted Gruden. Um, and there's no way, fuck, there's no way Gruden's going to them. You know, and then, so basically they were getting this coach that they didn't want, so they used that cause of this protest to try to just tell the administration they didn't want this guy being their coach, and the administration folded uh, and let their basically drunk college students that smoke weed all day, and, uh, you know, some of these people are not even going to graduate. Uh, dictate um, how their football team and, and how their I guess you know basically who they are on an adult level this is ridiculous well there's basically they said it was like 100 kids right that did the protest yeah so 100 kids stopped the coach from getting hired based on a on their opinion that something... Well, I mean, it's debatable whether they really thought that he was... He did something wrong or they just didn't want him to be the coach, right? Yeah, I mean, they wrote on a, a rock that he was like... A, he was covering up a pedophile in the middle of school. But the one thing about him um, that is true was that he was named in a deposition about it that he had come to uh, one of the coaches and said that he had seen something that was in, okay. that was in a court order like that was in a, a trial that happened um, but he did it was never he never said it he's never said that uh, one of the, one of the coaches who had to testify said that he had come to him at some point and said that he had seen something. Okay. So it's not as cut and dry that he did or didn't, but I still agree with you. Yeah, it's like, by the way, Tennessee, you're not a good football school. You know, has the ability to turn around football teams or football programs. 
badass coach. Congratulations. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but you know, this is this is where everything's heading right now with the outrage over everything. You know. Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty uh, pretty interesting times we're living in right now. But I mean, again, I don't know how much of this is. Um, yeah, it's, the thing is, like, we don't know what happened. But according to all the documents, all the investigations, all the courts cases and everything, Greg Schiano um, was never charged with anything. Well, I don't even mean that. I meant I, I. We don't know if it's people that just don't want him to be the coach, or people that don't want him to be the oh, coach yeah. because you know because they have some moral. Um, well, that is um, kind of the debate that's been going around because they wanted. Uh, they heard John Gruden was going to be there, and uh, all of a sudden they're hiring Greg Schiano, and they're like, "Dude, we wanted John Gruden," and so they uh, used this as a platform to not have them hire the people that they wanted to hire. Well, Stephen A. Smith thinks it's a travesty. I okay. want you, I want you to know. No, I mean I could pull one up, but oh. um, I I kind of um, I mean, don't you just kind of hope he sh- he he winds up somewhere else and does awesome? He is gonna wind up somewhere else and do awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't like. Also, didn't Lane Lane Kiffin like say he was like excited to hear from Tennessee? <laughs> yeah. Well, he got hired last year by, or two years ago by Tennessee, right? And then... Yeah, and then he left. Mm. Remember, he, like, mm. bolted. Mm. They were all excited about it, and then he was like, played it. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, so what other uh, sports topics you got on your list? What about uh, Chip Kelly going to UCLA? That's pretty big. That is a pretty big signing. I like it. Yeah, it's, like, really good for football. Um, didn't now, but Rosen's definitely leaving still. Yeah, because Rosen will probably be the first pick in the draft. Gonna go to the Cleveland Browns. I'm sure he's gonna fight not to, but which which was crazy. I saw a thing on ESPN that before this before this past week, the Cleveland Browns weren't mathematically eliminated, and they're 0 10. That's right. They, they posted 47 things that needed to happen from now, from this week that just passed until the end of the year uh, for the Cleveland Browns to make it into the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they uh, are ousted now, but I thought that was pretty, that, that's when I was going along with your, uh, when you said there are so many bad teams, and that's pretty much an indication that there are a lot of bad teams yeah. if you're not eliminated at 0-10. Um, did you see that Josh Gordon's playing for the Browns this week? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, they haven't won a game. What was that stat that they've been saying? On? They haven't won a game, uh, game on Sunday in like three years. They've got two <laughs> wins. Two wins, and both of them were on Saturdays. Yeah. So, yeah, the Browns. Um, I don't know. What else about sports? Both our teams are terrible. Both our teams are terrible. 
start talking about the draft. And I'm so pissed that the Eagles are friggin' uh, good. I know. It's um, like, I, I, we can't, the world cannot have the Eagles winning. <laughs> they cannot. Carson Wentz is so good, though. He's, like, really good. Yeah, um, and Julio Jones had a pretty sick game yesterday. If he has, like, three more of those, we might <laughs> win, our, win our bets. So let's talk about our bets. So I got, I just want you to know. Oh, yeah, got, I forgot I was going to pull this up. We got paid out. Um, we got paid out for our, um, what do you call it, our over-unders in college. All right. So which ones did we win? Um, we, we won, won West Virginia. West Virginia. And we won Georgia. Each of those were one of our bet. Each one, each one of us took one of those. And we lost Clemson. And uh, we lost... Colorado, and each one of those were one of ours. And then you have Auburn? Oh, I don't have Auburn. I'm just saying in the beginning of the year, I'd picked, I had to find that bet. I didn't find it before we did this. It was plus 600. I looked it up. Um, I, I went back to our email. Oh, okay. Uh, we also have Wisconsin. Yes. To win the uh, Big Ten, and that's happening this weekend. Well, we'll see. They play Ohio State, right? Yeah, they're But, um, which I wanted to cover some of these. Uh, yeah. Well, I figured that would be our segue. Championship games. But you realize that if if Ohio State wins, that's also good for us because then they get in the in the playoffs and we have them to win it all. I know. I don't know which one I'm rooting for. Um, well, let I me tell you, I, I, I started. Think Ohio State's gonna win it all. Yeah, I don't either. I started live betting. It's very fun. You're like, this is the best. I'm betting up by myself. Well, I'm on a pretty good roll, I gotta say. I didn't bet anything yesterday either, and I would have, I would have, I would have been wrong because I would have had, uh, I would have had Buffalo. Well, I guess if at any point that we ever get paid out, then you better keep that. Uh, I'm trying to figure our, it out, or, but, but we. Or actually, you know what? You shouldn't keep it separate. Put it in our winnings. You know, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that off the air. That's something we will talk about off the air. Championship games are this weekend. Yes. Conference championship games. Right. I just want to, before I get off of that, on the, the live betting, soccer is the thing to live bet. Because oh, you can yeah. see things oh, yeah. as they're about to happen. It makes soccer way more fun, too. All right. So this weekend. So what do you bet when you uh, bet live betting? So I start off, I was watching the Chelsea game, and at half it was nothing, nothing. And I kind of liked the way they were playing. They were missing a bunch of shots. So I, so I put like some money on Chelsea. And, um, because they were like plus 240. And so then they went down one nothing, And I, uh, with about 10 minutes to go, I bet on the, I bet on a tie. And that was like plus 400 or something. And so then they tied it up. And so as long as, uh, the other team, I forget who they were even playing. Oh, Liverpool. As long as Liverpool didn't score again, I was going to win. But then, in like the last five minutes, like the odds started going up to like plus 2,000 for like Liverpool. And I was like, if I just throw a dollar on here, then I can co- then I'm covered all three ways. I've hedged all three ways, and no matter what happens, I win. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Just want to say. 
All right, so let's go through let's go through our uh, our bet or our of right. the spread. All right, so the conference championship games are this weekend, and uh, I wanted to see what your thought. I guess we could go through what you think the spreads are going to be and who you like. Okay. All right, so we got Friday night Pac-12 championship game. Uh, Stanford and USC. Um, I guess it's at San Francisco Stadium. Oh, okay. Um, and what do you think the line is for the Pac-12 championship game? I'm going to say, and I'm going to get these very, very wrong, I'll just say. Uh, I'm going to say Stanford by two and a half. See, that's okay. But it's in San Francisco, so I figured that was more of a home game for Stanford. Okay, makes sense. So, uh, what do you like in this game? Because uh, USC, I guess Stanford's been pretty hot lately. They just beat the um, Notre Dame, right? Yeah. Um, and they beat, so, they beat USC earlier this year. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. So, okay, so yeah, so I like Stanford. How can you not? All right. What about you? Um, I like minus three, huh? I guess I like USC um, um, on a revenge, but it's kind of hard to bend against Stanford in that game after they beat USC and they've uh, been playing pretty well lately. So, um, Yeah, I guess I like Stanford too. Okay, great. You just switched full, full, full I did switch. switch. I did switch. It's all right. All right, so then we have the Big 12 championship game. All right. We got uh, TCU and Oklahoma playing at Dell Stadium. TCU and Oklahoma. Um, okay. Um, who you got? Um, oh, it definitely, uh, was it like probably Oklahoma by what, 17? 14? 17. Oklahoma's favorite by 7. What? Oh, I like Oklahoma yeah. a lot. Okay. Yeah, Am I crazy? Uh, I, I, like the, I like the over in that game. I was going to say I like the over, too. Although, TCU has a pretty good defense. Like, the over in that game is 63.5. But the thing is, if you look at TCU's scores, like their defense is pretty good. I'm just saying. Um, I guess we have to look back to see if Oklahoma and TCU played each other this year. Um, before we make any decisions about that one. Okay. Um, all right. SEC championship. On fire. Auburn. Versus Georgia. Seven versus six. Um, a lot of implications for this game. Um, and it's being played at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. Uh, so Georgia's kind of, uh, I guess, a home. Kinda. They're, they're, they're kind of at home. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, let's see. I, I I'd say Georgia by, uh, like Georgia by five. I'd say Georgia is seventh, uh, and Auburn sixth right yeah. now. I, I'd say Georgia's favorite. Georgia's favorite by five. Auburn is favored by two and a half. <laughs> I'm so Didn't bad at this. They just beat uh, Alabama. Alabama. I understand, but Georgia's been amazing. Right. Uh, I like I like Auburn. 
Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I think Auburn's going to wreck Georgia. All right, so uh, we got the Dr. Pepper ACC championship game being played at the uh, Carolina Panthers stadium. Uh, Miami at Clemson versus Clemson. Oh, by the way, um, by the way, Oklahoma beat TCU three weeks ago, thirty-eight twenty. TCU, but oh, they kicked the shit out of them. Oklahoma beat them thirty-eight twenty. Oh, all right, yeah, we got to jump on that. Okay. So, ACC. It's, it's weird that uh, that it's only seven. Maybe someone's injured. We have to. We got. We got to deep dive into that. Um, which we probably should have done before doing this segment. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm, I haven't been within like five points on anybody yet, so it doesn't matter. Let me ask you: when you when you look at these, do you do you check yourself? Like, do you like say, "Huh, I bet that's seven, and then look," or do you just look? Uh, no, I don't have anyone to play this cool game. <laughs> uh, so I do not do that. But like, are you surprised um, by like I don't know? Are you surprised? Anyway, whatever. I'm just kind of surprised. We, we used to do we used to do this uh, things. Uh, yeah. When uh, when Bill Simmons was doing his thing, we were trying to see if we can do it ourselves. But anyway, Miami Clemson, who you got? And what you got? Uh, definitely Clemson. Wait. So you do you like Georgia in that game? Um. I don't know. Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, you said that they were going to be favored by five and a half. I know. Um, all right, Clemson, Miami. Who you got? Uh, I'd take, I'm going to go Clemson by six. All right, it's Clemson by nine and a half. Okay, at least that's somewhat. Okay. Um, then I kind of like Clemson. Yeah, I do too. That. But well, I'm not betting against Miami anymore. We've been getting killed betting against Miami. All right. So then uh, a Big Ten championship game uh, oh, at, at the Colts, Colts Stadium, Indianapolis Colts. Um, this is a huge game for championship uh, playoff implications because Wisconsin's 12-0 and, and they haven't played anyone except for Michigan this year, and they're the outside looking in right now, which they might be in now after this weekend. They might be in the top four um, because of what happened this past weekend, but still. But regardless, uh, they gotta, if they win this game, they're in. If they lose this game, they're well, in. Well, they're definitely in, but I'm talking about, I think that the, uh, tomorrow they come out with the uh, new rankings, mm-hmm. they're going to be in the top four. Okay. Well, whoever wins this game is, is definitely going to the playoffs. So. I don't know. Two win Ohio State team? Or two loss Ohio State yeah, team? Yeah, but there's no. But if you beat Wisconsin, there's no undefeated teams. You know, right. Ohio State had a tough schedule. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, it's going to be interesting. Beat, beat Oklahoma. You know? Um, oh, wait, no, they lost to Oklahoma. That's right, they lost to Oklahoma. Did they have that tough a schedule? Not really. Beat Penn State. And then they lost to Iowa State, right? Yeah. I think that was him. Um, 
Iowa. I lost to Iowa. Beat Penn State uh, when Penn State was number two. Eh, it's not that tough of a schedule. Maybe not. All right, we'll do our we'll do our playoff prediction after this. All right, so it's in Indianapolis, Ohio State in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm gonna say Ohio State by three. Ohio State by six. Okay. Um. So. So we definitely like Wisconsin. You definitely want to bet Wisconsin. <laughs> with them and somebody else maybe them and Clemson getting 12 points yeah them and Clemson that's a, that's a good one get Clemson down to 3 yeah I like that um alright so let's go through the playoffs then who's in like what do you think like can we say that's probably the best thing that happened to Alabama was losing and that they're in Right? Like, they're definitely going to be in. They have one loss. Uh, they don't have to play. They get to sit everybody for a couple weeks. I think it's, like, a good thing for them. Yeah, I think they're still in. Okay. So, they're in. Um, you're saying we're, we're going to put the winner of the Big Ten on hold. If Oklahoma beats TCU, is Oklahoma in? Maybe. <laughs> There, that's a two-loss the win, team. The winner, the winner of the ACC championship. Oh, one-loss team. Right. What'd you say? The winner of the ACC championship is in. Okay, so Miami gets in if they win. Right. Yeah, because Miami's number two right now. Okay. So, so if Wisconsin wins, they get in. You're saying Ohio State, maybe not. And then what about the Pac-12? Does the Pac-12 get anybody in? No. No, right? No matter what. Nope. Not happening. So if USC wins, they don't get in over, say, Miami. You say Miami gets in over them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm, I think I agree with you there. But I don't think Miami get. I don't know if I think Miami gets in. It's a tough one. Whoever wins that game is getting in. All right. Either Clemson or Miami. One of those game teams is getting in. The other one's not. Um. Again, Miami didn't play anybody really this year. Oh, let's see. Let me let me double check on that. Um. Yeah. No, Miami. Miami's beat some. Uh, they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, they beat a bunch of teams that are ranked high. Who? Besides Notre Dame, they beat Florida State, who wound up being terrible. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Virginia Tech, who's not that good. Those are the only three ranked teams that they beat that they played this year. And when they played Florida State, Florida State wasn't ranked. So the only they played Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Those are those are the only two ranked teams they played. The thing is, they handed Notre Dame their ass when they beat them. Uh, they kicked Virginia Tech's ass too. Yeah, it's true. Number thirteen at the time, Notre Dame was three. Um, yeah, the winner of the ACC championships in the in the in the playoffs. I don't know. If that's, I agree not, with that. that's not even a question. I, I think it's think. a question. 
I think Clemson's in. I don't know if Miami's in. Okay. Because right now you're looking at Oklahoma, uh, winner of the Big Ten, maybe. I mean, whatever. Um, unless, let's see. Yeah, I don't know if it's definite. That's good. Uh, maybe two SEC. So you have two SEC teams, quite possibly, and then two other teams. That's what you're looking at, probably, because Alabama is going to get in. So you got say Alabama and either Georgia or um, Auburn is going to get in, also. So two SEC teams leaves two open spots for either Ohio State, Wisconsin, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma, because I don't think TCU would get in, and then no one from the Pac-12 is getting in. So that's three spots. Right. And I think Clemson gets in if they win. I don't know if Miami gets in if they win. What happens what happens if Oklahoma and Clemson win, Wisconsin wins, then who gets well, Wisconsin's in from Wisconsin's definitely in if they win. And then who gets in from the SEC? Like, right, does Georgia get like do, do you go Georgia, Auburn, like the winner of that game, or Alabama? Georgia, if Georgia wins, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, I mean, Alabama is might is in a good position right now. Yeah, you'd think so, but if, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess it depends on how badly if one of the teams wrecks the other team. Right. Yeah, it's true, so. too. All right, we better get off of sports because we're almost approaching, like... Yeah. This is taking some time. Uh, the other two things we're going to talk about were like the challenge and, um, well, let's go through the challenge real quick. You want to do that? Sure. What did you think of how it all turned out? All right. I, I'm shocked that Camilla won. You figured that even if she won, they weren't going to let her win? What do you mean? Like, even if she'd really won, I thought that they weren't going to let her win because of the bad, the black mark she's putting on the challenge. I know, I know, but I mean, I thought that they would like kind of fudge it, you know. They they have all this time to fudge it since then, you know. I just didn't think the way the things uh, transpired on. I guess the editing on these finals are just terrible. Yeah. Because we had the same issue on the one before that. By the way, that's Jimmy Fallon's favorite show, so we're not the uh, we're not the only ones that watch the challenge. Your favorite uh, show is the challenge. Jimmy Fallon's favorite show. He Have had uh, he had uh, bananas on. Oh, really? The other night, yeah. Did you see his performance of "Let's Go Crazy" at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? People were upset because it was terrible. No, I did not. Because he's kind of cheesy. Anyway, um, well, I mean, but what did you think of the final show? Did you just fast forward? Or did you uh, did you see all the drama? No, I watched it. I mean, I just think. Uh... Like, what things did you want to talk about about the uh, Anissa, like, outing? Uh, yeah, it's kind of messed up, huh? Yeah. Um, and she didn't, she didn't feel like anything was wrong. She's like, 
Senate. Yeah. Uh, I thought that I liked everybody, like Kayla being like, why does everybody hate me? And everyone's like, well, because you're an asshole. Yeah. And everyone hates you. You're the worst. Um, Camilla just needs, she's been posting a lot of stuff now ever since. Like, oh, yeah? It came out that she won, and um, for Thanksgiving, she, like, posted a whole thing about, you know, how uh, she's sorry for everything that's gone down and all this stuff, and I'm just like, just, all you have to do is stop drinking, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that's, like, the funny yeah. thing when they were, like, with Car Maria was scolding Tony. It was like, I'm sure you're a good guy, but you really should not drink. Yeah. And he was just looking at her like... Yeah. That whole thing with Tony and his girlfriend being there and... Dude, the whole... Like, TJ being all up in her face with TJ, the microphone. The TJ table was all... was weird all together. Yeah, it had Jay and uh, Jen. I don't know why they were there. Uh, I don't know, because it's, most of these people don't have lives outside of the challenge, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they were there, but uh, I really yeah, felt bad for the guy, Tori's boyfriend. I guess she started hooking up with with uh, what's his name, Jordan, and her boyfriend. Like she like totally ditched and like made him look like it. That guy had the worst day of anybody. And then she started talking about how someone stole all of her uh, text messages. Yeah, who do you think that was? It was definitely him. Yeah, but like, what a bad day that guy was having. He'd sit on stage and watch his like ex girlfriend win a bunch of money, and then the guy she's like with win all the money. You know, like not a good not a good look for him. Yeah. So. Uh, she said she experimented with Jordan. Yeah. Um, but I will give her credit for just copping to it and being like, "Yep, it's true. I did." Yeah, that's what happened. Yep, you know? Yeah. So, not that it's a good thing, but... these it's are not like things happen when we're at camp. These are not good people. I don't to I really don't like Mike the Miz as a host at all. And TJ didn't look like he wanted to be there either. I don't think TJ wants to be there. I think he's like con- contractually obligated and will do it, but TJ's too cool for this shit. No, he doesn't normally show up. He just showed up because of, uh, to be Camilla's, like, yeah. thing. Yeah, and then they threw him at his own VIP table with a bunch of scandalous people. Who, who yeah. wants that? Who wants to be there for that? There were a lot of people on that stage that, you know, they had the reunion or whatever, and no one talked. Right. Like, Ashley, like, quit. Smashly, yeah, and she's sitting on back, back on the backstage, and just sitting there. Uh, like, there's just like, why are you there? Yeah, there's a couple people though. When they did speak, I was like, you probably shouldn't be talking. Like, uh, you were out after the first fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple people who, when they spoke up, you're like, yeah, you're not really involved in this. You, you, you kind of got kicked out early. You're kind of a non-factor. But all in all, would you would you put this season up with um, the best or? It was a good season, but I thought it was uh, way too long, and there was way too many people. Yep, I agree with that. Well, one so, that, I, I, yeah, 
Well, moving on to the next season, it's the opposite of that. There's not enough people, and it's probably going to be short, and nobody really cares. Yeah, I thought, uh, I think on the uh, coming attractions, they were like, all right, we're losing six people. Yeah, like, yeah. What do you mean you're losing six people? <laughs> it's like the first episode. Um, <sighs> so what do you think of the new... The new... I kind of like the things that they've been doing. Okay. I like the whole uh, pulling the uh, truck. But yeah. I didn't understand the tag-out rules. I was very confused about how like they were doing tug-of-war with the 18-wheelers. And when it got to a specific point, they could like tag out, but then they could pick and choose who they wanted to switch out with. And people were running around. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. Interesting. But, All right. um, and I like the uh, the fidget spinner thing. Yeah. That'd be hard. I don't like getting spun around like that. Yeah, and Corey, uh, cocky Corey is out again. It's great. That guy's the worst. He's already trying to hook up with the wrestler. Yeah. I don't like that he likes that he's like the hookup guy. But... Um, you know, T.O., I guess they somebody probably paid T.O. some extra money to mix it up with people, I think. Oh, yeah, T.O. and C.T. battle is going to be awesome. But, you know, I'm sure that they're just like, hey, dude, you gotta, you're gotta, you like our big name on this, so you got to act like an asshole. It's like, all right, no problem. <laughs> How about Riff Raff? <laughs> Riff Raff <laughs> volunteering himself and being mad that he didn't get put in. Yeah. What's wrong with people? I don't know, I don't know why T.O. didn't uh, just make it a tie. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, uh, and then the other guy, the guy who actually went in, the guy's way too cocky, the comedian. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you start going through your stars, you look through their um, who their stars are, um, like three of them are like wild and out comedian people. Yeah, I don't even know what Wild and Out is. It's like a, a show, um, you know, where they like make fun of each other. It's hosted by like Nick Cannon, but like that's the thing. Like MTV is a struggling network. You can't put on your shows that don't have stars to begin with as stars on the shows that you're advertising as stars. Yeah, you got to put on people that are popular on other networks to yeah. bring them over to your network. Exactly. Like this isn't, you know, it's not like there's this giant wild and out three MTV show like uh, Teen Mom or what's that terrible show with the uh, West Virginia people? Oh, um, uh, whatever that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump, uh, Vanderpump. Like, those aren't real stars. Right. But at least those people you know of, you know, you didn't even know what wild and out. What well, anyway, whatever. They're, they're in, yeah. uh, what'd you think of how they handled the Camilla thing? They glossed over it. I didn't like it, but uh, I'm glad they showed it. Yeah. Um, and she like, I guess Ashley like told her, yeah, you did put her hands on the PA's face. Um, so you know, her always saying that she doesn't remember anything is. Ridiculous. Right. Right. Um, all right. You have a, you have any thoughts on who's going to win this? Does it matter? Well, because Johnny, they... Johnny Bananas said that uh, 
like more people so much fucked up shit happens in this season and people go home in handcuffs oh um yeah he said there's like so much crazy stuff that happens uh oh, coming up, so. okay now i'm something more interested all right um the one thing that uh yeah so he was a big fan of johnny bananas uh, it was pretty funny to see him uh, on. I couldn't. Remember, I was trying to think of if any challenge person has ever been on there. I'm guessing it's they haven't. And I was trying to think of like an MTV. I, I know the Jersey Shore people are on there. I'm sure, like the Miz, that guy, because he turned into a wrestler. He became like the champ. Maybe he's been on something like that, or like Jenny Chung, the girl who's in uh, um, the Hangover. Like she was on that stuff. I don't know, but not as a not as a challenge person. They didn't get on right. Yeah. Um. um I don't know who's gonna win because I don't really understand all this. Yeah. They're doing a bunch of things that are just. I once again, I I'm falling. I'm falling for Zach once again, and I think I'm gonna root for that guy. I think that guy's gonna be awesome, but he may just quit at any time. Yeah. He's just such a beast. He's we're gonna just, get some. We're gonna get some Zach and Jenna drama again. He just doesn't give a shit, so he'll just quit and be like, "Yeah, whatever." Um, but anyway, I'm sure they're gonna keep TL around as much as they can. Yeah, I'm just. I'm interested to see like if he like. He doesn't seem like he's gonna get too fired up. Like he doesn't look too. He doesn't look too competitive to me. Hopefully that is not the case, but we'll see. Oh, that's kind of how he looked in the NFL, too. <laughs> um, all right, so last thing we're so going to... Last ahead. thing, uh, so you watched the, uh, the documentary that I spoiled for you and the audience uh, last week, <laughs> um, this week. Um, so what were your thoughts on the documentary, I, Jim and Andy? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fine. I don't understand okay. what you like so much about it. I kind of think he's a giant asshole, and that made me upset. That's kind of like one of the reasons I liked it so much, because it shows just like how he thought it was. He was doing something uh, profound, but he really comes off of like being an asshole. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I like it's. You know, I just kept thinking, poor Milos Foreman. Like this guy is like one of the greatest directors of all time, and he's dealing with this shit you know that's what i just kept thinking the whole time i was like yeah that whole story when he was talking about how like when he called to talk to jim carrey right. and uh and jim carrey was like uh no uh but andy and uh clifton are here was like or he said something about firing them he was like and, and jim carrey's like well i guess i could do an impersonation of uh those guys and uh, Milos Forman was like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep this going. But the whole thing with uh, when Danny DeVito and Judd Hirsch were on the, the fake taxi set and he was like running around as um, Andy Kaufman and they were just like, I don't even know. This was so weird. I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I would tell you what, I wish I had a Bob Zamunda all the, t Zamunda all the time with me. Like somebody who can help you just 
do pranks all the time. That guy must be. Oh, yeah. He must be exhausting to be friends with. Um, I like also the part with uh, when Tony Clifton goes to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, that was funny. And then Jim Carrey showed up, and they kicked him out. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, like, you know, uh, Andy did that. You know. Right. It's like you're just copying something that he did at a different time and era. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I expected more out of it. Like, his looking back on it wasn't as... Uh, what I wanted out of it was him to be a little more... Have a little more humility looking back on it than he did. You know? I feel like Jim Carrey was just talking in his new existential being talk which is fine but I wish that he had a little more humility like and that's just a personal thing I guess um okay you know like it it seemed like it just was so disruptive more than it was helpful or beneficial oh it was definitely disruptive and so I just I don't know like you know you've worked You've worked on stuff, you know, you've had to coordinate people, at, you know, it's your job. Like, could you imagine if you had to deal with that? Like, yeah, I know. It's no, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. I don't know. But the thing I is, mean, he, was, he was so good off camera and he's acting like these people that you're like, dude, how good is Jim Carrey? Yeah, how about when, like, he was being a douche to Lawler and Lawler was like, no, actually, Andy Kaufman was like, really. Like nice, like he'd yeah. always come up and ask me, Mister, Mister. Exactly. And then, and then Jim Carrey was like, almost got his ass kicked by uh, Jim Waller. He like ran after him, like tackled him. Yeah, that's where things changed for me. It was when uh, that's a good point. When he said that, I was like, yeah, he's getting this all wrong. Like Jim Carrey's getting it all wrong. Like uh, Andy Kaufman was in on the joke. I don't know. Like, or he let other people in on the joke when it was when he when he needed to, not just hey, I'm playing a joke on everybody. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. How did you feel about all this stuff when uh, he Jim Carrey was acting as Andy in front of like Andy's real family members that like miss him and everything? Yeah, that made me cringe too. Like um, his sister when they showed his sister on set and then the whole story about him talking to the daughter yeah I didn't like I don't know I just kind of felt like that was more to serve Jim Carrey than anybody else and that kind of uh, I don't know it felt a little manipulative to do that to their family I, that's just that's how I felt I don't know I mean you know you're what honestly I don't really feel things. Huh? we don't have to agree like we always do I know you know what the thing is, is I don't really um dislike this movie and I don't really like you know I I understand that that's part of what is interesting is is disliking how he did things but all, all in all it just makes for an okay movie to me it doesn't make it anything memorable that's kind of where I found uh, it yeah I, okay I can see that I thought it was a pretty fascinating documentary even though like it may not be a show him in the best light. I just thought 
Just she also shows his talent. Right. Um, and uh, it's like weird. It's like he wasn't even nominated for that, right? No. But he won the Golden Globe when they did comedy and musicals. Well, that's the thing. Like, right. you see, like, they submitted, did you see they submitted Get Out as a comedy or musical this year? Yeah, I heard about, yeah. Like, of course it. Like, that's the thing, that comedy or musical is such a, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I think he should have probably been nominated. I kind of am almost happy he wasn't after watching that. I don't know. See, I feel the other way. I feel like watching that, even though I hate him, not hate him, but wasn't really agreeing with what he was doing it shows how deep he went for the role and uh, you know his talent I don't know I feel like he should have been nominated after watching that yo I said that yeah I agree but I'm glad that he wasn't just because he was an asshole (laughs) well I'm sure he wasn't happy that he wasn't nominated yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that that's what this new reborn Jim Carrey who doesn't care what people think is born out of, you know? Caring too much about it before. I love when my comedy stars don't want to be funny anymore. It's yeah, it's fun. Eddie Murphy and... Uh, I love that you keep hearing Eddie Murphy's name like, all right, we're making uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. All right, we're doing twins with... Uh, triplets with uh, Danny DeVito um, Schwarzenegger and Eddie Murphy in all these comedies and you're like dude these things are never gonna happen <laughs> this guy doesn't want to be funny anymore Yeah, he wants to see Mr. Church and try to get nominated which he's never gonna get nominated right <clears throat> well, I don't want to say never but he's not. he doesn't do movies anymore I mean, what was the last movie I guess Mr. Church was the last movie right I think so, yeah. Um, Alright, well, uh, we both got shit to do. There we go. Well, thanks for making this happen. And uh, Yeah, sorry we had uh, delays because of the holidays and yeah. uh, travel and all that crap. Yeah, you're a busy man. I am. The busiest man when I'm not working. Yeah, you're not working. You're the busiest man in showbiz. <laughs> Uh, so next week, 48, we gotta come up with some more riveting topics. Yeah, we should. We need a guest. We need a guest, folks. We need a guest. We'd love a guest. All right. All right, buddy.